Today, we're going to talk mediumship. This session is going to be focused on not only giving you some examples of mediumship, perhaps unique ways that mediumship happens for people, but I want this session to leave you with your own curiosity about how your mediumship works for you. This is your moment. What are we going to cover today? Well, we're definitely covering mediumship. <laughs> but what are we going to cover today in general? What I want to really dive into is talking about the different ways mediums work, talking about how everyone's wired differently, giving you some real life examples of people who are using mediumship in everyday situations. I'm not talking about the professionals. I'm talking about people that use mediumship and have that access to their direct connection. Maybe a different, you know, different ways and different examples. And hopefully I want to spark you and your, your thought process and your curiosity mostly to really stay open to the possibilities that are open for you because there's a lot of possibilities for you and intuition is very natural. So let me rip off that band-aid because you know, if you've been with me at all for some time, you know I feel very passionate about this, but I'm gonna say it again. Everyone's intuitive. Everyone is intuitive. We happen to come from history and history and history, years and years and years of people being connected with their ancestors, being connected with source. You and I, however, happen to have landed in a period of time to where there's a door put up between us and our own connection. We happen to be in a period of time where there's some sensationalism. There is, you know, a, a lot of division. That's what this whole process is about in this period of time. And when it comes to mediumship, when it comes to intuition, when it comes to psychic abilities, when it comes to connecting with ancestors, loved ones on the other side, we do have a little bit of, you know, pop culture information coming through that says only special people can do that. Only people with a special gift can do that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I opened up 18 years ago, I think, at the time of this recording, like 18 years ago, I completely skeptic, completely closed. I met my first spirit guide, worked with him for like two years, learned so much and became a professional intuitive. And now it's grown into where I'm teaching people all over the globe. I have taught tens of thousands of students at this point. And this concept that some people are gifted and special and some people are not is just not true. What I do stand behind is that there are individuals who are amazing, whose path it was to come into this world and show proof and evidence to kind of help us go, oh, wait, there might be something there to help us remember that we have this connection. Without those examples, without those people using their intuitive abilities to present to us in, this, in, in our worlds, Without that, we wouldn't even see something that was a possibility that we're not personally using. So there are people who are professional intuitives who are absolutely amazing at what they do. 
absolutely 100% high accuracy. Some have been tested. It's been, it's a wonderful thing, but they, that's their calling. That's what they're here to do. And that's what they do every day. So yes, it's, it's fantastic. It's absolutely wonderful. However, like I said, I've been teaching for many, many years, and uh, the people that tend to resonate to the SAGE method, for example, are people that want to use their intuition for their own personal use, not necessarily to become a professional. I would say probably well over 95% of my students are using it for their own personal use. They're using it in the natural way it exists in their system. Everyone's intuitive. Everyone has access to it. Everyone, and I've seen this can't tell you how many times at this point, everyone has access to those really powerful hits of accuracy, to those really powerful connections, to those moments where you say, I can't make this up. That's so wild. You can't make this stuff up. Everyone has access to that. Now, stepping off my intuitive soapbox for a minute, saying thank you to the practitioners that are out there who are showing the world what's possible, reminding everyone as I step my last foot off that soapbox, reminding everybody that intuition is not a special gift reserved for special few. It's something that we all naturally are wired with. Here's where we get to you. You are wired to not only be able to have psychic moments, but also mediumship moments. And while these two words seem for some people unreachable or difficult, or could I possibly, mediumship even can sometimes feel a little scary as well because, yeah, there's some really good movies out there, right? We got some, <laughs> we got some concepts of what it means to be talking to the dead. But we're all wired. We are all spiritual beings in a human experience. We are spiritual beings can, within a human body. And it's a natural thing to be connected. It's the human body. It's the clutter that blocks the intuition. Intuition isn't something you just grab onto and add into your system. It's already there. You have to uncover it. You have to declutter it. It's why people who uh, go into peaceful retreats or silent retreats or you know, kind of disconnect from their life clutter for a while will start to have psychic and mediumship experiences naturally without anybody even inviting them to because it's natural. Now, let's focus on mediumship today. With all of that said, I've kind of ripped away any excuse you have (laughs) for not exploring the idea of mediumship. I understand for some of us, it can be kind of fearful and I get it. Short sentence, they'll never give you what you can't handle. Trust me on that one. But mediumship, it's different for everybody. And I want to throw out a couple examples of how it might come through. I can come up with a couple off the top of my head. I just did an episode for the Other Side Chats, which is on YouTube. And it's it's a channel that's focused on crossing over stuck spirits. It's kind of fun. If you haven't checked it out, you should. <laughs> but I just did an episode on that one uh, recently about uh, when a loved one comes through for me. And let's say they're like a grandparent, especially grandparents, because um, unfortunately, grandparents do pass And sometimes we were young when they pass. Sometimes we're teenagers. Sometimes we're a little bit older. But very frequently, a a grandparent or a great aunt or someone like that will come through. And when they show me, I'm kind of pausing because I guess what I want to do is I want to put this in a dictionary item kind of when this happens, I know this. These are the examples I'm trying to give you today. When they show me the sitter, the living person that I'm reading for at a particular age when they were younger, that tells me that that's when the grandparent passed. 
So that's when I typically can say, hey, uh, did your grandparent pass when you were five? or six, somewhere around there. Uh, now, it's not an exact science because I don't get the number five or the number six, but I kind of I see a kid and I can estimate about how old they are, and that typically ends up lining up with when the grandparent passed. That is one way to receive a message with mediumship. There are seven million different ways to receive messages, and that's one pattern. Pattern's a really important word here with mediumship. That's one pattern that I experience. I experience a couple other patterns as well. Um, if somebody is standing in front of me and I feel like they're taking a really big step, like they're lift, a spirit coming from the other side is like lifting their knee and taking a really big step forward, that tells me that that's a step parent or a step grandparent. So these are, these are signs and symbols that over time have come to mean something to me. Now, yes, at first when they happen, you're trying to kind of figure it out and you have to see a few things, see it a few times to really know what it means. Even using this in your own personal life, is it a left or is it a right? Here's another example. When it comes to uh, one of my students, because I want to give you some examples of people that use it in their day-to-day -day life. That one was an example of me using it in a reading, but, uh, but most of my examples are that because I'm a professional reader. So most of my examples are in that category. But here's one in the day-to-day -day life. I have a student who connects with her grandmother. Gotta love those grandmothers, right? They're just so loving and they're there for us. And she connects with her grandmother and she has created a practice where she asks her grandmother yes and no questions. Now, a lot of us use a pendulum for this. A lot of us will, you know, um, do like left hand, right hand, pull forward, pull back. What's our physical reaction to yes or to no? Do we see something? For her, it's really kind of neat because it comes through in mediumship. And her grandmother... This is the piece I'm not going to remember because it's so obscure, but this is why I want to give you this example. Her grandmother, I think, played tennis and was, yeah, yep, there's my memory. It's coming back. <laughs> she played tennis and she was so happy playing tennis, but I think she also worked like a desk job as well and wasn't very happy with the desk job. So her grandmother, when she, this, this living student of mine, asks her grandmother a yes and no question in regards to her own personal life, let's say she's trying to make a decision. Should she buy this car? Shouldn't she buy this car? Her grandmother will come forward and in an active mediumship will show her a flash of when she played tennis or a flash of when she worked at an office job. That is my student's yes and no. Grandma loved playing tennis. Grandma hated working at the job. So that's grandma's way of saying, you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. You're going to love it or you're going to hate it. And that's her yes and no. See, I think yes and no is a great way to go. And it's a very powerful thing to always be using intuitively for your day-to-day -day life is your intuitive yes and no. But yes and no is a great example. It comes through differently for everyone. And for those who lean a little bit more toward the mediumship abilities, uh, for them, it can come through very uniquely. That one's unique. It's one of my favorites, which is why I was sharing it with you. Here's a couple more examples. When it comes to mediumship, guide communication can kind of fall a little bit in between psychic and medium because it's, it's a little bit of a vibe for both. But when it comes to mediumship experiences for your day-to-day -day life, when you ask, where do I need to go next? right? I had a student that would say, where do I need to go next? And when she pictured herself in a tiny matchbox car, her loved ones would 
like, uh, how do I explain that? They would create the map around. It was almost like it, they filled in the space around that matchbox car until she was surrounded by scenery so she could see where that little matchbox car was. So she would actually it set the intent to say, okay, where am I supposed to go? Should I go here or should I go here, for example? Or should I, I don't know what direction, like where should I head? Should I go this way, right? I'm trying to keep it general because she uses this technique for a lot of different things. And should I show up to this event or should I stay home? What should I do? When she takes the extra step of holding herself, like picturing a little tiny car and her shrinking down and fitting into the little tiny car, her loved ones, and I don't recall who works with her, but let's say it's an aunt or an uncle, someone on the other side that, that connects with her, they will paint the scenery around her to show her the answer. I also have a lot of students that have one word symbols. They'll hear their ancestor's voice, their grandmother or the grandfather's voice. Um, I have somebody that works with a former boss who they got this job, worked with this boss for 10 years, they developed a, an amazing friendship and now she has her own business and she asks her former boss questions and he does come through for her to answer her. She's very, um, you know, very, it's audio for her. It's all hearing and it's, it's internal. It's very rarely external. Some people hear from the outside. Some people hear from inside. And so for some, they can ask questions and they can get one word answers. Uh, for some, they can put themselves into a situation and then kind of wait and things will fill in around them. For others, they can look for a visual sign or a visual feeling. I know one medium who knows that she's on the right track when she's asking questions about her own personal path with her ancestors, whoever that may be. I know one medium who knows she's on the right track when she feels like she is running because she's a runner and that makes her feel free. So when her body has that runner feeling happening, she knows that yes, she's getting a yes from the other side from her loved ones. When she feels stagnant and it stops, then she's kind of stepped into an area of, mm, no, that's not really the direction you should be going. Also, this is also true for signs that come from our loved ones as well. Some people get signs from birds. Some people get signs from coins. Some people get signs from music. There's, and those are three pretty general ones. There are very specific signs that can come through. I happen to get phone calls and emails that match up to exactly what I'm talking about in the moment, right? This is an obscure example, but <laughs> we, we, we did it. We just got chickens for the first time. I'm so excited. I can't stand it. So this is a personal example, right? And we got these chickens and I'm not, I'm, this is a learning curve for me. I didn't grow up in the country, grew up in the city. So this is a learning curve for me. And I was talking to my partner about it and we were standing there and I was like, well, I'm not sure, you know, what we're going to do about the coop, like is what's going on with that. And the phone rang and it was the gentleman who builds chicken coops, who was calling to check on me because I'm in a small town. And somebody knew that we didn't know what we were doing with the coop. So they passed our information along. But he called in the very minute that we were trying to make a decision on which way do we go with this? Do we try to build something? Do we try to buy something? And then the phone rings. Uh, same thing with emails for me. If I'm processing something, should I do this? If an email comes through with a request, 
that's exactly, that's my loved ones going, yes, this is the direction you're supposed to be going. As a matter of fact, I needed to um, re-edit a book that I had written and I was like, I really could use an editor. I don't, you know, I don't know any editors currently at this time. I really could use one. An email came in that same day from somebody who I never met said, Hey, I read your book. And I just want to tell you as an editor, I'm really impressed. Your book is like a great read. Like I couldn't put it down. And yeah, I worked with that editor, but that's how it works. So you can get signs through animals, you can get signs through nature, you can get signs through technology, you can get signs through music and television, things like this. The signs, they come occasionally. When you sit down to access your mediumship abilities, which is really a fancy word to say, being able to connect with your loved ones on the other side, whether they're your biological ancestors, whether they're friends, whether you're a coworker. Please pay attention to the patterns that happen when messages come through, whether you see them, feel them, hear them, know them, whatever. Please pay attention to the pattern. This is what I'm trying to invite you into. Not just, yes, wow, that was an awesome experience, but how did it come through? Take a step back, evaluate it and say, well, you know, when it came through, it looked like this. Then the next time it happens, you've brought that evaluation to your awareness of looking at how it unfolded. So the next time you have a mediumship experience, something might unfold in a very similar way. Find those patterns, catch those patterns. You're going to be able to start to rely on them. This is the fun stuff. This is how I tell people, this is why I tell people have fun with your intuition because it is so beautifully wired uniquely to you, to your personality, to what makes you great, to what makes you amazing. And you do have access to it. Now, when it comes to learning more, I tell people start with the top five intuitive tools. It is a free course. It's a bigger course, um, but it's a, it, but it's free, which is great. And it's going to give you some tools that you can start to play with your mediumship, psychic abilities, guide communication, all of that right away. If you're already been dabbling and you're like, I'm ready, I'm ready to jump into more mediumship, check out the advanced mediumship course. Uh, anyone can take that course, but it's also going to address those who are already dabbling in mediumship as well. So you can be a beginner to advanced with that. Uh, it's going to give you more and more tools. And you're going to love it. So I'll put links in here for that. In the meantime, please know you're intuitive. You're amazing. You have a direct connection to your source and your loved ones, and please have some fun with it. And don't be afraid to analyze what happens after you have a moment, because that analysis is going to invite you to start catching the patterns. And that, that is what I wanted to share with you today. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.